What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. I didn't play a lot till last year. You know, so I had to go four years before I played a lot. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you just got to pay your dues. So I tell them, you know, even if you're not playing the earliest, uh, don't go on the transfer portal. Don't go to just stick it out, grind, compete, because you're going to have to compete wherever you go. So I think, you, I think you recently retweeted a top 10 list of receivers that didn't have you on it. Or you, you said you don't look for that stuff. Or do you try to look for some of that motivational stuff, or is it just it, someone's in the team and you, and you see it? Just retweeted it. <laughs> is, is, there, is there, I know you, don't, you say you don't get too caught up in it, but is there one thing that you've routinely heard about maybe what you lack or what you don't have that makes you laugh? Uh, I just keep it to myself. But there's some things that, you know, I think if we watch the tape instead of looking at a PFF grade or something that you'll be like, oh, I don't know if that's true. So, yeah. so, so there are a couple. You just... There's a couple, but yeah, it's, you know, it comes with it. What do you kind of model your game after? Uh, I try to model my game after, you know, receivers that make big-time plays, competitive catches. So I love watching D-Hop. Uh, you know, he's a guy that no matter where the ball is, he tries to catch it, diving for it, high-pointing, two guys on him. And a Super Bowl, that Hail Mary catch he had against the Bills, whatever, you know, went up over three guys. You know, that's something I feel like I can do, too. So just watching guys that high-point the ball, that play physical, and I try to watch those receivers. You, you mentioned to him the Missouri game where it all kind of clicks. Do you remember kind of the... the the next day, I mean, was there a moment where you went, this is legit, like this is this is really going to work? I mean, it, it's, you know, yeah. we can see what it's all about now. Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously next day we went over went over to Coach Burns at the time and goes, you know, we watched the film, you know, and uh, you can just see it. You know, we score points so fast and it's like, okay, what they said was working. So as long as we do what we're told, you know, it's going to work. So I feel like that was a turning point. Was there a, sh a shift that felt like that they tried to force the ball to do more after that Florida game. Did, did you sense that some things schematically were done different to try to get you the ball to get the offense going? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I'll be honest, you know, after the Florida game, uh, you know, I asked Burns, hey, you know, I want to I want to get more involved in the offense. I want you guys to trust me more. And, uh, you know, he liked the confidence. He said, I agree. And, uh, you know, I feel like that's why it took off. You know, uh, I wanted more to, you know, number one receiver role. I asked for it and uh, I it paid off. What's the situation you're most comfortable with? Like, where you're, you're lining up, and obviously nobody's putting a linebacker on you, or at least they shouldn't be. Um, what's the situation? Is it you press? Is it when you get a seven-yard cushion where you really feel like you can drive? Uh, it doesn't matter. You know, if you want to press me, um, you know, I use my body, I use you know my finesse moves, whatever, to get off the line. If you want to play off, you know. Um, I feel like good luck tackling me, you know what I'm saying? So uh, whatever people want to do, whatever they want to throw at me, you know, that's what the summer's for, that's what the offseason's for, is to, you know, perfect my craft. So whatever they want to do, I'll be ready for it. Were there times when you said, when you, when you walked up in those situations, you looked and went, I know the playoff, this is a touchdown? Yeah. Like, and what's that feel like? <laughs> and what's that feel like when you line up out there and you're like, okay, this is, this is it. I mean, this is a touchdown, this is a lay down. Um, Everything kind of slows down, you know, uh, I, I kind of know, you know, especially when my, when my number gets called, I can look at the coverage and you know, I'm, I'm like, he's throwing it to me no matter what, so yeah. What's the transition been like from Cody Burns to Kelsey Cook this offseason? 
It's been a smooth transition. You know, I love Burns. I appreciate what he's done for me. You know, uh, you know, he really helped me as a receiver and as a man. But uh, you know, Pope's turn now, and I feel like Pope's helped me with all those things too. You know, uh, no coaches teaches the same. You know, but uh, it's been smooth. You know, I already had that relationship with Pope, and uh, he's helped me out a lot. Uh, been there for me on and off the field. So you know, I've loved. I love what he's been doing. When, when Cody left, did, did you go to Coach Hype and say, kind of? Coach Pope is here. We'd like him. Uh, like retaining him. No, that, that no, that was that was Coach Hype's decision. You know, what I'm saying, uh, you know, I let you know the coaches do what coaches do, and I'll just be the player. Is there a path for you to become the best receiver in college football? I do think so, uh, but I got to work for it. You know, what I'm saying, uh, you got to work each day and each out, and I got to prove it. So that's watching film, uh, staying healthy, being available on the field on Saturdays. Um, you know, that's what I got to do. What was your experience in New York like this week? Uh, it was great. Uh, I went out there with Hendon over there. Um, you know, we had a great time. You know, I've never been to New York before. So uh, me and Hendon had a little billboard uh, downtown. So, I mean, that was a dream come true. You know, not a lot of people, you know, get to experience that. So it was dope. Sid, how do you feel about recruits getting paid NIL money in the same way that experienced players get paid? Um, you know, I think it's a good thing for him. You know, if you know, I'm not gonna be a jealous guy or be that, you know, old grumpy dude. You know, whatever can bless somebody. You know, somebody's family. It's a good thing. You know, so I hope the kids take that money. You know, they use it for good, and uh, you know, I hope they, you know, continue that passion on the field as they would if they went to school for free. What's the advice of how should guys spend nil money if you're 18, 17, 18 years old? You need that. Oh, uh, you know. I'm not going to tell another man how to spend his money, but I feel like, you know, definitely should be smart. Uh, you know, some of the conversations I have, remember that there are taxes, there are, you know, other things you have to pay for. You know, you can't just spend all your money on jewelry and clothes, you know, so uh, definitely just be smart with it. But, uh, you know, it's cool to have fun here and there. I'm sure you get this, maybe you get this question a lot, but who's maybe the next tennis receiver that's going to have maybe the year that you had last year, sort of the breakouts? And I'm not, I'm not sure, you know, uh, there's a lot of talented guys in there, you know, and I, I'll be doing those guys a discredit if I, you know, I just picked out one person. So, you know, we'll see. Yeah. But I'm excited for them all, especially, you know, the young guys and the guys you already have in there. I guess one of those guys is Jalen. He talked in the spring about trying to live in the complex, maybe do, saw what you did last year, working yeah. and all that stuff. Have you seen that from him? Yeah, I've seen Jalen, uh, you know, really try to take those strides this year. Uh, he's come in with a different mentality. I think he's up like 15 pounds from last year. Um, so, you know, he's coming in, getting catches, uh, you know, routes are smooth, you know, different mentality, watching films, staying after it. So, you know, I'm really excited to see what he does this year. Like I said, I think he's going to be, you know, a great receiver, you know, in college football. So I'm excited. You got Chaz and Caleb, a couple of those outside guys too coming in. You've yeah. been with them now. I guess it feels like for a long time since they've been here since January. But what, what do you like about them? Are they kind of just following you around and trying to emulate what you do? Or what do you, what do you like about these guys? No, I like about I like they work, man. They work. You know, as a freshman, you kind of kind of have to learn the ropes. But those guys, really since day one, have you know, been on the jug machine, staying out there, running routes, going up there with Coach. You know, so those guys are going to be great players for Tennessee. And, uh, you know, two, three, whatever, even maybe even this year, I'm excited to see what they do. How long does it take to get 10,000 catches on Tennessee? Where are you at right now? Uh, I don't know my exact number right now. Uh, I've missed a couple of days, so I need to catch up. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> Coach Hopple talked about how this year, uh, even coming out of last year, there's a new hunger within the program. Just what does that look like you know, on a day-to-day -day basis? What is that hunger? And where does this offense go from the year that it had last year to take the next step? 
I want to be great. You know, wanting to leave my mark at Tennessee, especially me. You know, I know me, myself, and Hendon. You know, we, we feel like we bear the responsibility. You know, to take this team to where we want to go. Uh, you know, so we just want to be the best leaders and players we can be. You know, on and off the field. So uh, you know, we're just excited. You know, we, we feel like we can do good things, and we're looking forward to it. Is there any pressure you think, just with the connection you have with him and quarterback and you at Is there any pressure before this upcoming season? No, no pressure. Like I said, you can't. You can't listen to the outside noise. Like I said, obviously, I'm not going to lie here and we see it. But at the end of the day, you got to go out there on Saturday. As long as you work, you know, Kobe once said, you only get nervous if you haven't put the preparation in. So, you know, we've been working all summer, all spring, so very excited. So you mentioned the, the 10 or 15 minute conversation you had with Coach Heupel when he first got there and how important that was to you. How hard was it, with all the change you guys have been through, how hard was it to buy in? Ah, man, it took, it took a little while, you know. For me, you know, as a guy, I was a little bit more embracing towards Hyper when he first got there, you know, but it definitely took, you know, some guys a longer time. But that's just because it's a different personality, a different scheme, and just a different environment. So, you know, uh, you know, Hypo's done a lot of good things for this program. He'll continue to do it. And, you know, like I said, what makes Hype so good is 10, 15-minute conversation goes a long way. And uh, I feel like, you know, if more college football coaches knew that, that, you know, those teams would be more successful. Are they re are they regular, those conversations? I mean, do you have those now? I mean, do you, I mean, do you, do you routinely have a, a five or ten-minute chat with him in the hallway? Is that something that's continued? And how important was it for that to continue and not just be a one-time deal for, yeah. for the buy-in? Yeah, no, uh, you know, Coach Hype literally sat right next to me on the, uh, the plane we took here, you know, so just, you know, I was a little tired this morning, but, you know, we talk on the regular, uh, you know, he greets every player when we go into meetings, so it's not just an act, it's not just a, you know, he really cares about having a relationship with guys, and, you know, like I said, he doesn't even talk about football, he'll talk about other stuff, so. The first, first day Coach Hype got on campus, he talked to me for, 15, 20 minutes, not even about football, just, uh, you know, who I was, who he was. And I think that kind of showed me that, okay, like, you know, this coach is the real deal. Had you watched his offense at UCF and at Mizzou as well? No, not really, honestly. I just kind of heard rumors when he got hired. Uh, you know, I really didn't know, you know, who he was, you know what I'm saying? That's no disrespect to him, but, um, you know, I, all I heard was he's an offensive guy. We're going to score a lot of points. And you know, they came in, all the coaches, you know, saying it. And I feel like uh, it was our job to, you know, back that up. So. How much more do you feel like you and Hendon are on the same page now compared to maybe this time last year? Uh, I feel like we're going to be better this year than last year. You know, just being more comfortable with each other. A uh, year two of the offense, a uh, year two of the chemistry. Um, I know he's excited and I'm excited too. How do you feel different? when people say Hendon is a system quarterback? Because he was so much better in the system than Virginia Tech. Um, can't pay attention to it. Uh, you know, I'm with Hendon. I know what he can and can't do. Uh, I know Ken is, you know, one of the top quarterbacks in the country. Uh, so, you know, just look at him. Just kind of keep scrolling. What's how, important, the, how important is the rivalry with Alabama, and what would it mean for the program to get a win? Yeah, Alabama's one of our biggest rivals. You know, I feel like we played them hard for three and a half quarters last year. You know, gave it our all. But like that inexperience that we had last year. So this year, you know, we're going to throw our best uh, swing at them and uh, let the cars fall. Did y'all learn something from that game last year that you think oh. makes a difference this year? Yeah, absolutely. I kind of touched on it the little things. You know, can't jump off sides, can't get unnecessary penalties and stuff like that. So with a good team like them, you know, uh, let's take advantage of it. Cedric, how different is your is your life now? I mean, you just got back from New York, yeah. you know, and, and spending some time up there. I mean, how different is life for you now than it was 
18 months ago or, or 14 months ago. Could you put it in perspective? Yeah, it's pretty different as far as NIL stuff and maybe, you know, more attention and stuff like that. But my mentality is the same. Uh, you know, just go out there, be the best receiver on the field, be the best player on the field. Uh, and I'm going to have that same mentality this year. How tough was the decision to, to come back after you, you exploded in the second half of the year? You've got the tape against Georgia, against Bama. Did, did that decision... Was that something that you, you agonized over? Yeah, you know, it was a tough decision. Uh, you know, talked to the coach, talked to my family. And overall, it was my decision at the end of the day. And I had to look at, you know, what were the advantages, the pros and cons of coming back. So, you know, I feel like there's some things I had to prove left at Tennessee. So that's what ultimately made this decision. What did you want to prove? Uh, I just wanted to, you know, Tennessee hasn't really had the, as much success as the fans and as I feel like we should have. And I feel like this year will give us a, you know, a great opportunity. And also, I just wanted to develop as an overall receiver. Are you ready for hard-hitting observations? Reality remains reality no matter how hard you try to ignore it. The Ben Shapiro Show brings you all the news you need to know in America today. Again, I'm all here for the pop culture, people dating each other for the press. Ben breaks down the culture and never gives an inch. Every so often, and by every so often, I mean literally every 27 seconds when the producer gets fired. The Ben Shapiro Show, on YouTube or wherever you listen. 